Greetings and welcome to our Sunday morning chapel service uh, online. I know that many of you, uh, along with myself, have been concerned regarding the recent outbreak of COVID cases within our community. Uh, to the end of trying to uh, maintain safety for all of our residents and staff, uh, we've had to uh, postpone meeting in person once again for our Sunday morning chapel service. Uh, but I do hope to encourage and edify you today uh, by including a bunch of elements of what we would have done in our Sunday morning chapel service. And so I'm going to begin uh, with the Old Testament reading from the lectionary for this Sunday. Uh, today is the first Sunday of uh, after Epiphany, and so it's January 9th. And I'm going to be reading from the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verses 1 through 7. But now, thus says the Lord, He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and a flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt as a ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in exchange for you, because you are precious in my sight, and honored, and I love you. I give people in return for you, nations in exchange for your life. Do not fear, for I am with you. I will bring your offspring from the east and from the west. I will gather you. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not withhold. Bring my sons from far away, and my daughters from the end of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. Our psalm from the lectionary for this Sunday comes from Psalm 29. Ascribe to the Lord, O heavenly beings, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory of his name. Worship the Lord in holy splendor. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord over mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. The Lord breaks the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon skip like a calf, and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord flashes forth flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord causes the oaks to whirl and strips the forest bare. And in his temple all say, Glory. The Lord sits enthroned over the flood. The Lord sits enthroned as king forever. May the Lord give strength to his people. May the Lord bless his people with peace. Our New Testament reading comes from the book of Acts, chapter 8, verses 14 through 17. 
When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to Samaria. When they arrived, they prayed for the new believers there that they might receive the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit had not yet come on any of them, they had simply been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. And lastly, reading our Gospel reading from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 3, verses 15 through 17 and 21 through 22. The people were waiting expectantly and were all wondering in their hearts if John might possibly be the Messiah. John answered them all, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I will come the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn. But he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. When all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. And as he was praying, heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. As I begin my message on this video, let me begin by saying that I'm praying for all of you and for our whole Sunnyview community. I'm sure many of you, like me, are feeling various types of emotions as we adapt to the safety protocols due to recent cases of COVID among our residents and staff. And I encourage you to join me in prayer uh, for all those who have tested positive, regardless of the severity of their symptoms, but additionally for our whole community uh, as we continue uh, to make our way through uh, a global pandemic uh, that has really uh, tested and challenged us all. Let me just remind you all that you are not alone. None of us is alone. We may experience tremendous uh, sadness and grief uh, through our disconnect from one another. It's okay to feel how you feel. And I'm praying that God's peace and reassurance will come over all of us as we try to make our way through these challenging and stressful times. Today I want to take time to explore the passage from Scripture that came from our Gospel reading in the lectionary, and that was in the Gospel according to Luke. In Luke chapter 3, we read the story of Jesus being baptized by his cousin John in the Jordan River. This is a very powerful, unique, and deep story for many reasons, and I want to take time to highlight for us how the Lord may be speaking to us through this passage. The crowds are wondering whether or not John is the Messiah. The Jewish people looked forward in hope to the coming of a person who would liberate them from Roman oppression, who would reestablish the kingdom of David, so on and so forth. That expectation was deeply embedded in the culture and rituals and beliefs of the Jewish people 
in the first century. John notices or overhears these wonderings of the crowd and makes it very clear that he is not the one. He's just a signpost. He's just a person, like a herald, someone coming to foretell that coming person, the Messiah, the promised one. And John says very clearly, the Messiah is coming. When Jesus arrives and asks his cousin to baptize him in the Jordan River, something amazing takes place. Each of the Gospel writers shares amazing testimony about what happens out there in the wilderness in that river. When Jesus comes up from the water, a dove descends from the sky, which is described as the Holy Spirit in a bodily form. And a voice declares from heaven, You are my Son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. You are my Son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. One of my personal faith heroes, an author, priest, and chaplain named Henry Nouwen, writes a lot about this story and its meaning for all human beings. Nowen says that this voice from heaven, the voice of God the Father, shaped Jesus' identity in love. This voice and its message were the defining central truth around which Jesus lived and breathed and moved and performed miracles. But Nowen doesn't stop there. He goes on to say that Jesus' humanity receives that voice, and our humanity receives that voice as well. I've meditated and reflected on this truth for years, and I still find myself awed by the simple and yet profound truth that God says to me, Sam, you are my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. And I've come to realize through my own faith journey and through leadership as a pastor, a chaplain, a spiritual director, that this truth is the bedrock of all reality. At least I can say I believe that is the case. For a, from a very young age, many of us who've grown up in churches or attending church services were taught a simple song that was meant to communicate this wonderfully beautiful truth. The lyrics of that song go like this. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. This, my friends, is not just a song to introduce children to the basics of Christian faith. It is, in fact, PhD-level Christianity. It is the beginning, it's the middle, it's the end of our faith. It's the whole story. It's God's love for you and for me. I think so many of us hear the lyrics or hear children sing this song and think to ourselves, that's cute. Yes, it's true. But when you grow up, the love of God is more complicated 
and conditional. But, brothers and sisters, that isn't true. The same truth that small children sing in this simple song is the same truth in this passage of Scripture, is the same truth at the beating heart of Christian faith. The God who created the universe and everything in it, the God who became one of us in Jesus and who birthed the church in the power of the Holy Spirit, the God who went to the cross and died and three days later rose again from the grave, that God loves you. That God loves me. That God loves every single human being. That is the bedrock truth of all reality. You are loved. You are a beloved child of God. So take a moment, pause, take a deep breath. Just sit in the truth. Reflect on and live in the truth. Absorb, meditate on the truth that God loves you right now, right here. Now, some of you might be thinking, that certainly sounds nice, Sam, but I am not sure I believe it. And to those, I would say, I hear you. It can be tough, a tough truth to swallow. Sometimes I think it's easier for us to believe that God is disappointed in us or angry at us or waiting to drop a hammer on us because of our mistakes or our lack of faith or our doubts or fill in the blank with your reason for thinking that God doesn't love you. But the truth is, God loves you, and God likes you. God is with you right now. God is speaking to each of us, even now. There's no place where you go that God isn't with you. There's nothing you can do to change the fact that God loves you. The bedrock of all reality is that you are a loved child of God. And I don't know about you, but when I encounter challenges like our community faces with rising COVID cases and more safety protocols and the fear of isolation, separation, and all of that, I need this truth. Again and again and again, I need to be reminded God is with me. God loves me. God has not abandoned me. God is closer to me than my own breath. That is good news. Good news I need to hear for myself, as a human being, as a pastor, as a chaplain. God loves me immeasurably, unchangingly, eternally. And God loves you. So when you feel down, or scared, or sad, doubtful or depressed, lonely or empty, or fill in the blank with whatever else you may feel, remember this truth. Never forget, God is love. God loves you. You are not alone. God's love can see us through every darkness we may experience. Amen? Now I want to invite you to join me in reciting our Confession of Faith, the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, 
creator of heaven and earth, and Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. The third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now I invite you to join me in praying the Lord's Prayer together. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. In closing, I'd like to offer the benediction. May the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. May you experience God's peace this week. Uh, should you need to talk, uh, feel free to call the chaplain's office phone. My contact information is also posted outside my door, uh, and I will be working to try and connect with people as well throughout the week. I pray God's blessings on each of you uh, and encourage you to be joining in prayer as well for our whole community. God bless.